So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. Hello and welcome back to episode 27 of Hosers. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always is my co-host, Carter Lupel. How's it going, Carter? How's it going, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) And my other co-host, Thomas Williams. How are you, Thomas? I'm not doing any voice, man. <laughs> wow, man. That's so gutless, but okay. Sorry, I can't do any voices. My voice is naturally monotone. No, that's fine. That's I it. just I just feel like Carter and I are way more committed to the bit than you are, but that's fine. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, it's episode 27. It's Halloween night. Uh, we are recording uh, the three of us here. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, how's your Halloween gone so far, Carter? Um uh it's it's not too bad it's it's been a pretty good halloween actually (laughs) (laughs) kate a little too good yeah tell us about last night yeah the listeners want to hear about your dumb and dumber costume okay so last night we had the work halloween party and i was harry of harry and lloyd of Mm -hmm. the um of the dumb and dumber of dumb and dumber we were we were, You're having a hard time getting that yeah, out. Right? We were on the we were on the bike going to Aspen, um, with the briefcase with the Samsonite. Sorry, Sorry is it Aspen or Aspen? Yeah, still got room for one more if you boys want to go to Aspen. <laughs> Thomas, you. It's you funny won't get because that. Thomas has probably never seen the fucking movie. No. I guarantee it. No, it's okay. Who would make a movie about two dumb guys? Oh my god. um, We got no food. We got no job. Our pets' heads are falling off! Harry, I took care of it. (laughs) Um, I got robbed by a sweet old lady on a motorized cart. (laughs) Didn't even see it coming. So, So, Tom, we we ended ended up... So, we ended up winning. The the cash prize was 500 bucks for the best costume. Fuck yeah. And so, we ended up winning... um, which was sick. I love but it. But I drank about 30 Bud Lights last night, and my Uber score might be Uh-oh. zero now because Did we I lose Carter? I think we lost. Downtown <laughs> Toronto and woke up. It's Halloween Uber. night. Oh, maybe, maybe a monster which got him. Was, <laughs> which, Yo, which, we're going to need you to... We, you kind of freezed, and we thought that like a monster got you, so you're going to have to... Explain what you were saying there oh, a second a ago. monster didn't get me. So everyone knows how Uber works. You have a rating. <laughs> okay, try again. Quick Coles Notes version. I was Harry of Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. We were on the bike when Aspen had the Samsonite briefcase, drank 30 Bud Lights, passed out in the Uber for an hour, an hour-long Uber ride, slept across the whole back bench seat. My Uber score is probably zero. My uh, Bud Light score is at least 30, and uh, 
500 bucks richer because we won the Halloween costume contest. Gucci. Thomas, uh, how was your Halloween, buddy? Uh, I didn't really do anything um, except I went to London and Sarnia and then did you, a... you, went, you went to London, England, mate? Yeah, yeah what yeah. were you doing in London? Oi, oh, 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 no. oh, you go, go to the pitch and watch a footy match, mate. <laughs> no. Went to the, the Bud Gardens, no. Um, I went to... Uh, ha- a Halloween bowling thing. It was, uh, was alright. For, for, for the listeners out there, Thomas was a movie character for Halloween. Yeah, a movie he hasn't fucking seen. <laughs> okay, that... he hasn't seen. I'm honestly furious right now. <laughs> Thomas is such a fucking poser. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so, for everyone out there, I was I went as Wayne from Wayne's World. Yeah, what are, some that, of, what are some of Wayne's Wayne. classic lines from that movie, buddy? Uh... Swing. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what Carter told me. Swing, <laughs> swing, swing. Um, Showing. 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 The only thing, the only part of Wayne's World I've seen is the ad part, where they go through all the ads and he like he's like eating Doritos and drinking. Pepsi. Oh yeah, I've just seen that. That's clip. a great scene. Zai. And he has like the Pepsi's, and Garth yeah. is like in the and Pepsi like, gear. Or Reebok, like, Reebok, yeah, like, yeah, Reebok gear. Yeah, yeah some Sorry. people are just some people are just pigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, I can laugh along. I love it. So, did you just get just annihilated or what? No, actually, you're you're a good <laughs> boy. Free pizza and everything, and yeah, I had a couple pictures. It was all good. Yeah, I respect that. Yo, so for Halloween today, I worked all day. And then uh, I had to go uh, get pizza, obviously. So I went to Little Caesars to get pizza. And I wanted to just give a quick shout out to the guy at Little Caesars who is parked beside me in the parking lot, blasting Ba with the Ba out of his Toyota Corolla, literally as loud as possible. And he was wearing a leaf hat and I was also wearing a leaf hat. And as I came back to my car, he gave me the thumbs up as he was still listening to Ba with the Ba. I think... That is peak Barry. Yeah. I, I accidentally wore a Kid Rock shirt to work. Oof. That's not so very well, woke, buddy. Not accidental. So I like knew I was wearing it, but I was like, I just need a black t-shirt yeah. to go under my sweater. No way it's going to get hot. The weather's been like insanely cold. Yeah, it's been true. Like, it's been like two four, to four degrees max. That was the day that we got like the heat wave and it went back up to like 21. Yeah. <laughs> so I was there like sweating my ass off in a kid rock shirt and combat boots at work. Oh my god, you fucking psychopath. Yo, can you guys can you guys hear me eating candy into the mic or no? No. I can't hear anything though if you're doing it currently. Yeah, I was eating candy, okay. but then I was like I'm kind of ASMRing it on the low, so anyways, we'll just feel it out. But okay. can you guys hear Chrissy eating lays on the mic? Oh my god. God. That's ugh. I love it. But yo, um I was gonna like I mean, obviously this is the Halloween episode and we've got some like Halloween-ish segments, but um I had a couple of funny stories I was gonna tell you guys about when I was a kid, but Carter, what was Halloween like in your household with all those kids growing up? Uh, So we were actually talking about this tonight. It was so to begin, whatever vehicle my dad had at the time, he would take all the seats out of it. So it was just like a big, empty like SUV or van or something. Yeah. And 
because so my dad like from hockey has like two like unusable knees so he can't walk with us from house to house so he would drive with us from house to house and um so he would open so we'd have this big huge open flatbed and we would have like pillowcases or bins or like he would fill them with so he would get thermoses of hot chocolate and then those like rubber made bins like storage bins mm -hmm. and then we would keep dumping them like whenever our bags <laughs> get too heavy and we would stay out for hours and like fill a truck full of candy then when we, we would come back home and then we would have sugar day the next day and everyone sorry that's what you called it was sugar day sugar day so my parents would keep everyone home from school the day after oh Halloween. My oh my god why didn't i grow we, up as a lupel yeah, and then we would just watch halloween movies or scooby-doo for the most part and eat candy for the whole next day and that was uh that was halloween in the in the actually one very good halloween though so you guys remember the the movie movie beverly hills ninja oh yeah so yeah, yeah I know you don't Thomas. One of Thomas's <laughs> favorite movies. Yeah, it's my so favorite. Connor used to be like my brother Connor used to be like a really chunky like little kid. And he Wait, was, are we are we talking like the kid from Matilda who eats all the chocolate cake chunky? Like what kind of level chunky are we talking? A little here? bit more. He had like he had at least C cups. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor so, guy. Okay. Here's how here's how chunky. We were driving in the States one time and my dad was going through a toll booth. And yeah. it was, like, 800 degrees outside, and Connor was, like, 10, 11 years old, sitting in the front seat, topless, because he was so warm. Oh. And someone <laughs> called the cops and said, my dad had an <laughs> underage girl in the front seat. <laughs> and gave his license plate number to the cops. Oh, my God. So that, that's how big Connor used to be. Dude, uh, that's a great story. <laughs> so, so, he was... Connor was Haru from Beverly Hills Ninja one year for Halloween. Oh my god. And my dad was like <laughs> dying. Every house he was like, guess who he is? <laughs> and did people get the. <laughs> oh, is oh. that Puck? Yeah, so things with Puck are going really well. Hey, stop barking. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the headphones to Chrissy. Listen to Puck. Oh my god. He's such a little terror. Oh, hello, Puck. He can't hear you. <laughs> Don't egg him on. He's like biting at me. Hey. <laughs> but uh, yo, so Thomas, do you have any good yeah. Halloween stories? Um, not really. Really? Yeah, like, we like, like, like movies. Thomas's parents didn't believe in Halloween either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I don't know. We were just. Oh my god! Think. I didn't really have any crazy. Ace. Times as a kid. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys, the dog's going nuts. I'm sorry. He's good. Oh, okay. He said you didn't celebrate Halloween at Donald A. Wilson. Yeah, oh no, my goodness. Ace, do a husky bark. No, don't do a husky bark. He's being bad right now. So put him in, put him in the crate. I'm not doing it. No, he's laying down now. So Thomas. Yeah. Tell us about your your Halloween experience. You never dressed up, or like no, what was the we deal? Always, we always dressed up and went out, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Like yeah, he's only he's only allowed to be a bedsheet ghost because that was the only movie to see. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Thomas. No, I had a lot of different things. I was like, 
I'm trying to think. Probably my best costume was in 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 high school. Me and my friend Kevin, who had like long blonde hair, went as Jay and Silent Bob, and I was Silent Bob. Okay, I could see that. So it was pretty dope. And we had but, a trench coat and everything when the Valley Village Run did that. I love it. That was probably it. the best because I actually had like an like I don't know creativity in bucks, high school. Little man, yeah, put that, put that shit, shit in my, in my hand. Oh my god! There yeah, no, go. that's that's Talk cool. About James Allen Paul. I don't get it. So what else? What else uh, did you like get up to as Halloween as a kid? Just the usual going around the neighborhood. It was just a new subdivision, so like in Whitby, Ontario. So it wasn't like. Tell us about Whitby. It was shitty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, basically. Did you? Uh, what was like your go-to for candy? Oh, like, are we getting to the candy talk now? Mike? No, let's not. I'm just asking, like, in Whitby, because there's a lot of like really uh, wealthy oh, subdivisions actually, in yeah, that okay. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did was, you like go to a spot so, that had the best candy? Sorry, yeah, I should have elaborated on my 100%. answer. hundred percent. There was one. So I grew up in a subdivision that was like new, but it was like right next to one main street. Okay. Um, Cochrane. I don't know. People that don't know. Oh giant, yeah, is that near is, Starburger? Yeah, kind of actually. It has okay. like these random giant, yeah, one like just random giant houses like, and I lived in a subdivision beside it. And, like, so then I'd always I'd always go over there and then get get the full bars. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I was hoping I could tell you guys a couple of like uh, funny Halloween stories involving me and Cameron. There's one that. I know if my mom listens to this, she'll be devastated to find out the bad news. But uh, I want to tell you guys a little story about the year that I framed my brother when I was like 13. <laughs> you guys ready for it? Oh, my God. Can I put this on loud or should I get an extra set of headphones for Chrissy? I would. I think it's honestly worth getting the extra set of headphones because it might be one of the best stories of my childhood. The best story of your childhood? One of them. One okay. of them. One of them? Okay, so here's the story. Basically, me and my brother went out for Halloween one year, and uh, he got all these gifts. And, and the subdivision that we lived in was, like, kind of far away from everything else in Angus, and now this area is, like, populated with houses everywhere. But back then, you know, it was just a normal subdivision. So we would go, and there were some houses, obviously, that would, like, give out good stuff and other houses that gave out kind of shitty stuff. And uh, there was one house that gave full candy bars, which is, like, such a G move. I love that. So anyways, we get all of our candy, and my mom, like any good parent, is like, okay, you can't have any candy until I've looked at it. So basically, we get our candy, we start going through it and whatever, and um, my mom's like, okay, you can have one piece of candy, and then you can go to bed. And I was like, okay, fair enough. So I got my favorite candy even as an adult now Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup I took one of those munched that down and then me and my brother went to bed so I, I as you guys know have a very big family um I have three brothers uh and an older sister who I grew up with and so Cameron the one who's like the I guess the closest in age to me um him and I shared a room so we had bunk beds we both went to bed that night I got up in the middle of the night and I was just fucking fiending for more candy. So I went into the... Paint, paint the picture. Yeah, so I like... 
came down wakes up in a came down the ladder of my (laughs) went down the ladder of my bunk bed snuck into the the dining room which is where the candy was and i grabbed as much chocolate as i possibly could so i grabbed all this candy and i like snuck it back into my bedroom and i'm starting to eat all the candy and like there's no drama no one can hear me i'm just munching out on this chocolate so then i realized like pretty brilliant but now i have no fucking candy and my mom's gonna be like well where did all your candy go and of course like i didn't know what to do right so anyways i i got all the wrappers and when me and my brother got up in the morning he he basically got up and went and had breakfast and i like pretended to be sleeping a little bit longer i then grabbed all the wrappers and i put them this is so fucked up i put them under uh, under his pillow and like inside his pillowcase <laughs> so the next morning like i said i did this i go i go out to eat breakfast we're packing my lunch and my mom's like, uh, okay, you guys can take a couple of pieces of candy for lunch to school today. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't have any chocolate. Like, what the fuck? So my bro- Thomas, just so you know, chocolate is part of the candy food group. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it is. We'll get into that after. So anyways, my mom goes, well, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like looking through the bag and she's like, well, where did all the chocolate go? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, I go back into my bedroom to get ready. And then I like come up with this honest to God Oscar winning performance. And I'm like, oh, my God, mom, there's all this all these candy wrappers under Cameron's pillow. Like, what the hell? Cameron. He said, said, honest to God, come up with this Oscar winning performance and say, oh, my God, mom. There's all these candy wrappers under So, so basically, my mom goes in, sees what happens, and to make a long story short, Cameron got grounded for a month. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And oh my God. Cameron and I, like, to this day joke about it. Like, I saw him, like, a couple of hours ago, and I was like, hey, make sure you don't have any candy wrappers under your pillow before you go to bed. And he was like, oh, you oh motherfucker. As if you let him stay grounded yeah. for a month. And I didn't. I didn't. But the thing is, you got to understand, like, I'm sure it was like this with you guys, with your siblings, too. But, like, when you're a kid and it's Halloween and, like, there's all this shit going on. Part of the reason I love Halloween so much is because when I was a kid, I was terrified of Halloween. Uh, like scary movies used to scare the shit out of me. I used to have nightmares and stuff as a kid all the time. So Halloween was like kind of a big deal for me. And it, and as an adult, it's a pretty big deal for me now, too. But part of the like the kind of the mystique and like the funniness of everything was that my brother like he he got me back like I I would I I did this thing and like it's kind of a stupid story but like he would do like some like real sadistic fucked up shit with me because we slept in the same room so one year I went as Ghostface from Scream you guys obviously know that was that guy yeah so he one year this is like legitimately like some sociopath type shit he took the mask which glued like glowed in the dark and he stuffed it beside my bed so that when i rolled over and opened my eyes to get up in the morning to like take a piss or whatever (laughs) that the mask would be like 
inches from my face and I screamed and I cried like I was his older brother weeping to my parents because I was so scared uh, and like my parents, and he, and he had to go to grade thirteen English class. The right, next day exactly. Devastating. Well, that's the scary part. But and he, like our, my parents, because Cameron and I would go to bed, and him and I would just talk the entire night. And my parents would be like, "Go to sleep." They'd send him to bed like a half an hour early, and this is what he'd do: he would hide in our closet where my fucking pajamas were, and he would wait for me to come into the bed to like basically go into go into the bedroom to like grab my pajamas and he'd jump out of the closet and like as an adult i realized that he sat in that fucking closet <laughs> for an hour waiting for me to come in so is carlton the bear pretty much yeah. yo let's talk about that video you guys yeah. have both seen it what was yeah. the best scare for you guys well it had to be Austin. i don't think yeah uh, i think just the scream just made it so good oh yeah i was gonna say hyman had like a more like animated reaction oh, yeah. but austin matthews had a very good vocal reaction yeah. to it yo for people who haven't seen it thomas describe the video so it's this um some teams do it but the leafs did one where it's like a inflatable carlton mascot and they're like standing as a statue waiting for players to pass by and then like scaring them yeah pretty and, much yeah that's yeah, the that's gist of it. it and like uh jumping out waiting for like players to get jump scared and everything so to paint the picture of that, so I was an intern for Maple Leaf Sport and Entertainment two summers ago. It's true that he was, inside scoop. And that area that they're walking through is honestly terrifying at night. So it's at the very, <laughs> very bottom of the Scotiabank Arena. Okay. At one end of the hallway is like the loading bay or like the shipping and receiving dock. And at the other end of the hallway is all of the dressing rooms for the Raptors, the Leafs, and whatever. And so it's basically just like this spooky like catacomb that you have to like walk through to get. So for these guys to get from where Carlton the Bear is to their locker room, they have to walk like past the loading bay and past all of this like kind of spooky, creepy arena shit till they get there. And Carlton the Bear is like that was their first entry to that point so it makes it even <laughs> scarier like cuz they know they have edge. that they have that long like almost 10 minute walk from that area to their dressing room so it's, oh my god it's definitely super spooky yo who do you think uh, like haunts like the basement of the Scotiabank arena like phantom of the opera style who's like the um, one that's lurking in the shadows uh jum Gum chewing Pat Quinn. Just, oh no! <laughs> no <this is> sad. <laughs> Dude, just snap, snapping his gum in the shadows. Dude, you got real dark with that, Thomas. Who would you say? Um, Harold Ballard, just like still screaming. Oh my god! And <laughs> putting the, or Thomas, putting the or, Hamilton Tiger or, Cats logo on center. Or right. Thomas Caberlet. Thomas Caberlet. Trying to, trying to shout English at everybody. Yeah. I was thinking that it could just be. Uh, that it could be Nathan Horton. <laughs> like, that's where he's been this whole time since the David Clarkson trade. They're like, no one needs to know you fucking exist. No, it's actually it's actually a rave that Joffrey Lupal's at. Oh, my God. I was going to say, it, that's where they pay Lupal to stay. Yeah. yeah. Out he's of just, the public. He's poked up at a, at a rave right now. He's like, it's honestly pretty nice. They let me sleep in this, like, pretty decent closet. It's not so bad. <laughs> but, uh, yo, so... 
like let's let's get into some hockey stuff here a little bit fellas so a couple of exciting things going on in the hockey world right now thomas what is like the hockey headline that speaks to you right now doesn't have to be spooky i know it's a spooky edition but like yeah. what's what's going on in your in your hockey brain right now i don't know man like uh obviously the Nylander stuff is still going on and it just is almost dead because it's annoying just now I, yeah, it's, exactly. yeah exactly yeah, like just, it's yeah. he he can stay away at this point. Like it's yeah. it's taking too long. It, all it's doing is soiling the organization. Like it's the morale's down because of it. Like it sucks. Man, yeah. I'm like kind of at peace with it now. Like I don't think it's gonna get done, and if it gets done, I just don't know how I'll feel about it. Where are you? At? Well, he's he's just ruining. Like, why would you fuck them around this much? Like, settle on like Stone immediately. Like agreed to like an arbitration to his like to his ask and he's like he's getting to play and they're playing good hockey well, he's not yeah. arbitra- like, what? he's not arbitration eligible and stone just signed a one year that takes him right to ufa so so if he wants to walk yeah, he can walk he, yeah, he, yeah he took like considerably less than he but it's just also for worth. one year yeah, well, Nylander could have done the same thing, couldn't he have? Or no? Yeah, but he still would have been in RFA. One, if he signs for one year, then he does get yeah. arbitration rights, though. But that's what I mean, like, just get on the ice. But then, yeah. like, you're like still sacrificing some money in the end. Like, they both kind of want long-term, but they just want long-term at different dollars. All, but what he's doing is every, like, day he holds off is he's ruining his chances at a long-term. Like, mm. all he's just going to continue to do is piss off the organization i think people are just like kind of i don't know like what what's your sense of things thomas just from like the the leafs nation side of things and obviously you have a a little bit more exposure than carter and i would to like leafs fans out there how do you think the leafs fans (laughs) the leafs nation if you will how do you how do you think that they're like handling it um i don't know like most casual fans probably just want to trade it but then any casual fan wouldn't be listening to this really so uh i think most fans just want to keep them no matter what like they don't really care at this point like you're not ruining your cap completely even if you sign them for eight mil or whatever like it's like you don't really complain you can't complain about a skilled player getting overpaid and such a young skill player than when, like, guys that are old and slow get way overpaid. You know what are, I'm saying? Like, are, are you, So here's what I... I'm, I'm a firm believer in, like, resume hockey players. Like, when this whole, like, Doughty and Carlson thing was going on, like, getting paid what they're worth and everything like that, yes, Carlson's a skilled hockey player, but I would argue he's worth at least, like, a quarter less than what Doughty's getting paid. Like, they're not... <laughs> Oh my god. Jesus. So, Thomas, do you have a fire so, extinguisher over there? Oh no, my god. Okay. I'll argue so, that Eric Carlson's literally the second best defenseman in the world ever, so <laughs> Okay, so so he's this is yeah, Bobby Orr. That's I know, but I think what Carter's oh, saying is, is that oh my god. The resume No, I get what Carter's saying. It's the so resume. A resume. He's he actually he, won a Stanley Cup, several Stanley Is that what you mean, Carter? I want to try and understand well, your perspective. That's what I mean. He's like, he's got the rap sheet to ask for that money. He's got the legs to stand on. Like, Carlson... Like, Has more Norris's. For how... <laughs> oh, my God. For, 
Yeah, so if you're saying the resume, then hasn't played a full season. Like, yeah, I disagree. I like, disagree, Carter. But I get where you're coming from, only from the perspective that, like, Doughty's actually been able to prove it. But I think he's had a better cast around him. Yeah. Ab- so and the, a- absolutely, and but that also plays into the factor. Like if you're if you're letting your surroundings bring you down you're obviously not worth worth as much as those people that are able to make the most of their surroundings mm. so like if you think of guys like Nylander like what has Nylander got on his resume to like yeah. think that he's worth but this I amount think, of money I think it's different and, talking about an RFA to a UFA like RFA you're paying them for what hopefully they can do in the future and what you're gauging because he's just at his the peak of his or he's just starting his prime right now so you're just hoping and he's he's fucking around at the beginning of his prime all he's doing is he's staying out of competitive play every day he doesn't play in the nhl or on that competitive scale he's losing edge even if it's like minuscule amounts that every day he's still it's still at a detriment like he's just sullying his worth and his credibility yeah but have you seen his beard though I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I like, I, I get it. I just think, like, collectively, I like, I don't know how you guys are feeling. I'm just, like, I'm kind of over it. I'm, like, I'm so exhausted well, I mean. with the he, whole scenario that I just... Yeah. Being very disrespectful to, like, himself. Like, he's not, he has no self, like, worth if he's, like, still fighting for it at this point. Like, clearly, the league and the Leafs don't agree that he's worth what he's asking for. So, like, cut the shit and get yourself in a uniform and start to like play some hockey because you're gonna he's not conditioning and training at the level that he should be to keep himself consistent and on the like on the path that he needs to be to like start to spike his prime okay thomas you can talk now i don't know i i think he's been training enough in austria and everything and from what i've seen and he's still doing going with his coach in sweden so obviously it's not an nhl practice but I don't really care what he does on the ice because he's naturally talented that way and everything, but it's just getting him... I'm at this point that I am almost okay if they trade him because right now it's just so negative, but I do... I would prefer that he just sign. Right. And for whatever. I don't even care at this point because, again, you're going to ruin your cap by having shitty players and you... If you're overpaying for anyone, it'll be... Overpaying for skills, so I don't really care. Yeah. Well, no, no so I don't mean to rant. Like, no, I'm no, just, no. I, dude, fine. it's your opinion, man. That's yeah. totally cool. That's why we do have, this like, thing. I don't have the traditional hockey background, so I don't know. No, I, I just like I come from the point where like if he's not staying at that level and he's not like yes, he can work one on one with his coaches, but he if he doesn't have those people around him that are challenging him like the Maple Leafs would or another team in the NHL would be, he's losing like. He's basically slowing down his clock. I think the aspect, too, that, like, we can't really understand all that well is... Because, I mean, none of us played at that level by any means. But, I mean, that's why we do this, so that's fine. But, like, (laughs) for me, it's kind of, like... You kind of, like, make assumptions about how, like, hockey guys are. And it's all about the team. And it's all, you know, all those kind of, like cliche adages that 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 we know of you know from seeing the perspective as fans and i wonder like with a guy holding out like this how that impacts his peer relations with his team because part of me thinks that they don't care and they just you know they all want to get their paycheck too 
Um, but then the other part of me is kind of like with everything that's going on with Matthews right now. And obviously, like this Nylander shit is such a distraction, whether they come out and say it or not. Like, dude, I, ref- I refreshed the TSN hockey homepage just now. And in the first like six articles, three of them are about Nylander or the Leafs yeah. or a combination of them. So obviously this narrative exists in the city. But what do you guys think? Like... Do you think that they want to see their their buddy, you know, get what he's worth? Or do you think from like a team first perspective, they're kind of like, okay, buddy, we could kind of use you right now with Matthews being well, out. That's what, I, that, that's what I was talking about earlier when I said he was soiling the pot. Like it's like just get to it already. Like it, like he's obviously needed more than he has ever, like you said, with yeah. Especially with this new Matthews stuff. So if they want to continue to be contenders and keep the points coming, like he needs to get on the ice. Yeah, and uh, Ryan O'Reilly was on the 31 Thoughts podcast. Shout recently. out. Shout out. Yeah, um, I think Elliot and, Friedman listens, actually. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, and, he, and they asked a good question that I didn't think they would ask about his RFA status and how he signed that offer sheet when he was in Colorado. Um, I forget what team it was to, for, but whatever. Um, but he signed an offer sheet and the team had to match and that's how he stayed in Colorado longer term and how like his teammates kind of reacted to him holding out because he did hold out yeah. a little bit and he missed a good chunk of the season at the beginning for Colorado and yeah, yeah and he said like some people like r- it rubbed them the wrong way and everything but in the end like you're all there for the same reason and it like fixed time fixed itself so I, I don't think the relationship's really sour anyways, but, like, it could sour with the older guys, but the guys that are already, like, going to be there with Nylander for a long time, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be fine. They'll get their money, too, and yeah. I don't know if a ton of players compare salaries, and obviously they do, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, be a I, whole thing. I just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about it the last couple of episodes, and... I still feel more or less the same way that I did before. Like, I'm kind of at this place now where, like, I just want it to be fucking over with. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm sick of, like, you know, looking at my fucking phone, you know, ten times a day and, like, just wanting... I mean, I look at my phone a fuck more than ten times a day, but... (laughs) I was like, only ten times, Jesus. Yeah, like, I I just want and I need a resolution to this so badly just so that I can go on with the rest of my life, but... Anyways, I mean, certainly, like, as a Leaf fan right now, like, it's it's certainly kind of interesting to see what's going on. Like, there is, you know, thoughts that, you know, Dubas may look at trading him. And like I said before, Brett Pesci would look pretty good. I mean, Nikita Zaitsev would have to change his number, obviously. But with Nikita getting traded to Edmonton for, um, you know, Nugent Hopkins, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure the number situation out afterwards. But yeah, exactly. anyway. So, um, what are some other things that uh, that are kind of on your on your mind these days, guys? Um. <laughs> um okay, I, maybe, I'm, I'm maybe. still hungover. I'm. It's okay. It's um, okay. I, Ottawa still continues to surprise me. Like, I watched the Ottawa Vegas game uh, the other night, and even though, like, Vegas ended up taking away with the win. Like, it's still, like, extremely apparent that Ottawa is playing great hockey and, like, refuses to give up even 
though they're like having all of this bad press and this bad news going around the organization, they still continue to like, even though it's not showing on the score sheet, having these amazing results coming out of their squad. The goaltending still worries me a little bit, and I'm not just saying that because Condon played like shit last night and is now on waivers. Um, oh but my like, god! Did you? See, he had like a it was like twelve goals against average. I'm like Jesus. But uh, D- D- Smith is or who's not D- Smith? It's D- Smith. Oh, no, D- Smith plays for Pittsburgh, buddy. Oh yeah, sorry. I, I was watching two games at the same time. D- <laughs> Smith is a wild man. He is such a good goalie. He's also such a piece of shit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he's. You guys can Google it. I don't know if I want to touch on it too say much. Anything, but I think it was remembered. It was sexual assault. But it yeah. it definitely oh, was, was it actually. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my goodness. When he was in university. Yeah, he's a piece Anyways, of shit. Anyways, oh, well, moving forward. <laughs> you know, I've always been more of like a Tristan Jari guy. Anyway, but yeah, Tristan Jari all the way. But like, so does Smith played a great game. Like it was, I was watching it, and I, I I've never watched DeSmith play before. Yeah, or at least paid attention to him. Yeah. So, but he's a piece of shit. I, know that. I feel you, yo Thomas. Did you okay, get yeah. us uh, an update for the fantasy just win, just, baby? I was going there already. I was gonna segue. I love it. Okay, so you you segue. Okay, well, I guess speaking of teams and where they're at in the league and surprises and losses and wins, it's the Just Win Baby League. Just Win, baby. Just Win, baby. Love it. Yo, give, I want you to do an update for yourself and Carter, and then you're going to update me because I think my dog is chewing on an iPhone cable, BRB. Okay, well, that'll also be in the present. Okay, so Carter, you're in third place. I'm sorry. Uh, you have, leading your team, but, though, the Preds with nine wins, leading the NHL as well. Uh, and then Jets, Avalanche, and Wild with seven. So we're going up there, but... The Kings being in the last place and the Red Wings being in the second last place isn't looking too good for you. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah, and the, the Pan- Kings have been and the Panthers haven't played a lot, bed. and they have the least amount of wins in the NHL. And I'm convinced that the Panthers have been actually playing without a goalie for ten games. I know. Oh my god, there's frust. I've been watching them because I had the hot take of them making the playoffs over Boston, but man, it's fucking. Ugh. Okay. Stuck in Grant. Not anymore. Uh... Okay. So and then, so that's third place. And then second place is me with 58. Oh, um, sign off. So I have... Sign off, you guys. I'm, I'm not ready for this. Stop dabbing, Chris. <laughs> so I'm not... For, <laughs> yeah, I'm dabbing. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, who's so your, your, who's your top point contributor floss? team-wise? Uh, Leafs and then Flames, actually. So, go okay. Flames. Okay. Go Flames. Um, and then, Chris, you're leading with 61. Yeah, back on the top, you fuckers. Yeah, I know. Jesus. So, you have the Lightning with 8. Yeah. Bruins with 7. Hello. Canucks, Canucks were your last pick. Mm-hmm. The last pick in the whole draft. Yep. With 7 wins. 
Yeah. Islanders with six. Your Oilers, Penguins, you're killing it. So it's the 61 to 58 to 54. That's the standings right now. So, so it's kind of kind of spreading out from past weeks. Elish Petrushen for yeah, the Calder. Oh my God! Did you see the goal that he scored? Yeah, man, he's Just unreal. Jeez. I have him in my fantasy. I'm fucking. I, that was like a last ditch pick, and I was like, Oh God, yes. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm falling asleep okay. here. You were that boring, eh? <laughs> no, I just need to. I need to sign off. I'm. I'm losing her. Okay, listen, okay. Tom, Thomas and I are gonna keep chatting for a few, but yeah. you had a you had a big day today, just sitting on your couch, hung over, you little bitch. I still. I've I've been off, but I've still been working. Okay. Okay. Hey, I love you. I'm just joking. I love you too. Okay. Anything else before I sign off? Um. Okay. What is the scariest thing that could happen in the NHL this year for the Montreal Canadiens? Um, they, they give Max Domi a letter. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. The letter's T that, for Trump. Yeah, or... The letters R for racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or they, they finally found out that he, that he stuffs his sneakers with quarters to appear taller off the ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> good night, guys. Good night, Carter. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. I love it. You know what? I don't think I'll ever get sick of Carter shit talking max domi it's okay it's I'm like because chris break okay <laughs> Sorry, <just> one <laughs> yeah i can riff this is cool all by myself okay well since it's just me talking i'm gonna try and uh just you know go off the dome a little bit here but as you guys know i'm a puppy dad now got my little almost three-month-old Siberian Husky who's just been an absolute terror while I've been recording. So I apologize ahead of time. He's been barking a little bit and like biting the microphone cable and he chewed an iPhone cable in half a few minutes ago. So things are going really well. Um, But you know what? This is what I will say. I will say that he's honestly so sweet. Despite some of the things that he does that are bad, you know, he's a puppy and sometimes I have to tell myself that he's still learning and all that stuff. But, yo, if any of the listeners here uh, have any luck training Huskies, you let me know and we will figure it out. Hey, Thomas. Hey. Hi. Did, are you going to edit that out or no? No, I'm going to keep it. I was, just, oh, okay, I was just asking for some advice around training Huskies. I'm still learning. Oh, great. Okay. And, and we got listen, we got listeners from some like crazy places in the world. Oh, that's true. Yo, I, d- I don't mean to like uh, you know be that guy right now, but dude, we had some like real strange listens. So I'm not sure if it's a bot, but uh, like recently, yo, let me tell you about a few places that have been listening to our podcast recently. I'm ready. Mexico. Oh. Turkey. Okay. Uh, Spain. Okay. The Ukraine. Colombia, oh hell yeah! Argentina, Saudi Saudi Arabia, okay, 
Greece. Okay. Serbia. We got one listen from Albania last week. Oh, oh hell yeah. Guatemala. Iraq. Malaysia. Brazil. Uh, India. <laughs> Thailand. Like, it's weird, man. That's, those are like either bots or just like VPNs where like people just choose the country where their IP is and stuff. Nah, man. I have, like a, I have a hunch that we got listeners and... Uh, yeah. In Iraq. in Iraq for sure <clears throat> yeah. but yo so with Carter going night night um what have you been writing about recently uh I haven't written a lot actually I've been really busy and I, I'm just getting over a cold now as yeah. you can probably tell I'm sorry uh that's why I've been pissing so much because I've been drinking so much water I was like it's crazy. Um, Dude, you sh- I was going to make a Dumb and Dumber joke, but then I realized that you haven't seen the movie. So yeah, don't even try me. Cause I, think I've the- actually, I think I've actually seen it once, but... Because in the movie, any. when they're traveling to Aspen, they yeah. piss in these beer bottles, and then a cop pulls them over, and the cop sees that they're drinking beer while they're driving, right. and he goes, give me a sip of that, and it's piss. Right, okay. Yeah, I think I so- might have seen that. I've I've watched it once, but I barely remember it. It was so long time ago. Um, I, I want I do before you talk about what you've been writing recently. I yeah. do want to get one thing just quickly off my chest. I think sooner than later we should do the segment that we were texting about, where Carter and I <laughs> pick a movie for you to watch once a week, and then you give us the review. Okay. On the next week's episode. Okay, I think that's good. It has. I to think be it like, could be really funny. I think it should be like. Because obviously stuff like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park that I haven't seen, yeah. but is so like ingrained in popular culture, then like I already know all the little bits like Jeff Goldblum, like shirtless and all that stuff. Like, yeah. So like, Lynn, so like if I say like clever girl, you know what that's from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. No. What? Dr- Jurassic Park. It's fine. That's, okay. You know what? Don't even worry no, about I don't. it. So yeah, maybe I will watch it. I don't know. So this is what um, I was thinking. I think this okay. time of year, I'm reminded that you haven't seen so many like absolutely clutch Halloween movies. Like, are you into horror movies at all? Like I just recently kind of. Okay. So like, what's your favorite scary movie? I don't think I don't. I don't even think I have one. I think Halloween is the best scary okay. movie ever made. The OG went 1978. Yeah. Um, did you know that I have the VHX... VHX. Did you VHX. know that I have the VHS box art tattooed on my wrist? Oh, shit. I did not know that. It's my favorite movie, bro. Okay. But I think, too, I know like... the music. The music's dope. Well, you're going to definitely know the music, because guess what the intro song is this week? Oh, Uh, holla but yo like i don't know i feel like you know see this here this spot in my armpit yeah that's you underneath my wing and i'm gonna teach you all about movies (laughs) you're gonna like that's me sweating because of how (laughs) scary i am well i am scary as fuck for sure but um Anyways, enough about that. So, what have you been writing? Because, I mean, you haven't written too much about the Red Wings recently. What's to no, talk about? Uh, I haven't written much about the Red Wings, but I did write a Nylander thing last weekend. Um, just, like, asking what's the benefits of his bridge deal. It was really quick. A little Saturday morning, little think piece, whatever. Um, mm, yes. Yeah. 
uh, it was basically just like, oh, what would the Leafs benefit from from Nylander signing for like three or four years only? And it'd be like, oh, it'd be a lower cap hit. So then one thing was that Gardner would most likely be able to be re-signed, which I think is a huge thing because I mentioned that like you'll be looking for a defenseman like him for so long if you just let him walk for nothing. Yeah. Um, and I really like him. And uh, another thing was Marner, Marner's contract specifically, not Matthews, because Matthews is in a whole other world where he'll get his $12 million. Yeah, for um, sure. But it's like comparing Marner's deal that'll come up next year. Because Marner will then have no one to compare with, really, on the team. So if Nealer signs right now for six years at seven and a half, then Marner can be like, okay, well, I will sign for eight years, but then I'll get nine because I've signed for more years and then also, whatever, I'm this much better player, blah, blah, blah. Like, all stats just pour out. Yeah. Um, but without with Marner signing a bridge, he won't have that comparable, so maybe you could shed a million or two off of Marner's cap hit. True, that's just, yeah. That's just random thinking. Um, and then the other thing was that... Oh, what was the other thing? Oh, it was like free agents. Like, you could maybe... If you're going all in, like, for this bridge term, for this three or four years, then maybe that, again, one or two mil that will shed off uh, Nylander's contract from signing a bridge will then maybe get more free agents. It was just very, like, I wonder if this could happen kind of thing. Yeah. So, well, I think right yeah. now it's, like, really easy to think about all the what-if scenarios because of the uncertainty with 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 Willie Nylander. Exactly. But, yo, um, there, there was a couple of quick things that I wanted to talk about. You know how we were talking about the Kings last week? And it was funny. Carter fucking called it about Quick. Uh, Quick's now out indefinitely after knee surgery. I know. I saw that. How <laughs> fucked is that, man? Yo, I know people uh, People will sometimes razz us about some of our takes, but Carter, fuck, he called it last week. He literally called it last week. What did he and say? That's it. Carter was talking about how like Quick can only bail them out of so many games oh, before yeah. he gets injured. And he literally got injured He's a week injured. later. So, um, I mean, I'm horrified. Um, you know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for LA, but that's really? only because, yeah, it's only because I, I like really like Tyler Toffoli and Tanner Pearson and those years that they were, you know, winning cups and stuff. Those were like exciting, yeah. exciting that's, guys that I like to watch. They were the young guns on that team kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I think now like their goaltending tandem is going to be Jack Campbell, who was, I remember years ago, like, slated to be, like, the next big thing in American goaltending prospects. Was he drafted, like, pretty high? Pretty high. Yeah, I don't remember. Top 15 by Dallas? Something like that. Yeah, and then they got Peter Budai, who's, you know, he was okay last year, I thought, when he was up. He bailed them out a lot. Yeah. He was, like, he completely, yeah. So, I don't know. I think this is it for LA, though, buddy. I think. Like, you know, I know we touched on them a bit last week, so I don't want to, like, you know, go through it all yeah. over again. But I think unless they can get, you know, from with – like, sorry, let me start that again. Unless that they – unless they can get uh, out from some of those long contracts, which I don't think they're going to be able to do, um, 
I don't know. I th- I think they're gonna like bottom out this year, man. It's crazy. But it's just, man, like if if they get Jack Hughes, just like an F. Yeah. That is instantly like, okay, now you get to have Jack Hughes and Kobitar down your center. Yeah, and, and then, Gabe Velarde. And then it'll just like, and then yeah, then you'll have Velarde coming in. Anderson Dolan will be a year older. You have Kale Clay maybe coming in because he'll play first year's AHL. Yeah. You'll have your other young prospects. Akil Thomas has the size of the NHL, so maybe he'll make it out of camp as a 19-year-old. Like, all these random things that could happen, and then it'll just, like, this huge wave of young players that they've been drafting. So, yeah, I don't know. You could see a random thing that'll happen, kind of what's happening to Chicago right now with all these young players that they're finding in European free agents. Um, like Dominic Cahoon, which is a real surprise. He's been dope as hell. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, like that you could find these young guys for cheap, um, or your rookies or whatever, and kind of insert them among your core that you've signed for really long term and are really old and slow. Yeah, and then try to build from there. So if LA can do that, then you never know. It's just really sad, man. Like. It's fucked up when you see a guy like Kovalchuk, for example, who, like, yeah. imagine he had signed with one of those teams on the East Coast that he was rumored to, like, I don't know, I, I don't even know if this was in the cards, but imagine, like, Kovey playing, like, a power play with, like, Taylor Hall and Kyle Palmieri and Nico Fischer. I was just thinking the Devils. Like, Man. dude, please. Like, I think like... It, they're wasting the the last little bit of, of his prime, even though he's probably on the tail end of it. Yeah. Uh, in fucking LA, it's unreal. Do you, do you think any team say LA like completely bombs out, like they're bottom three by a trade deadline? Yeah. Do you think Kobe will request a trade and then a team will take him for those playoffs and two more years at such a big cap hit? Yeah, I mean, I think like for me, the team that I I kind of thought that he would at least consider, and I think at one point it was maybe rumored, maybe I'm making that up was him going to the island. Yeah. Yeah, there was rumor because it was just Metro and how he's familiar. Yeah. That's kind of where the Devils and Rangers and stuff came in. Yeah, and I think, too, like, you know, he he kind of, you know, you know I like storylines. Like, it'd be interesting to see him back with Lou. And, I mean, yeah. like, New York is, is kind of a in a tricky situation. Like, fuck, we don't even really know what that's going to look like come February trade deadline and whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Did you read, uh, like, just on the topic of the Islanders, did you get a chance to read any of the stuff about Josh Hosang the last few days? Of him just getting sent down at the beginning of... Yeah, well, there's just some, like, really interesting quotes that I was reading earlier today. Do you mind if I read a few of them to you? Go ahead. So he's speaking about, like, so basically he was assigned to Bridgeport Sound Tigers, their AHL affiliate, on September 24th. He played in two preseason games and then was sent down. So here's a couple of quotes. I felt like they had their minds made up on what was going to happen and what the team was going to look like. It's okay. They had the whole summer to plan that. I don't know if you watched any of the games, but I didn't play a whole lot. It's okay. It is what it is. Uh, They tell me they want me to be a top six forward up there, but I'm not a top six forward down here, so it's confusing, speaking about the AHL, obviously. Sometimes it's like you're sprinting with a rubber band on. You constantly have tension. You run until you're exhausted, and then the band is going to pull you back. If I was going to say anything, it would be just watch. I'm just pointing it out. Dude, this is fucked, man. man. 
Someone needs to just, like, rescue him from that organization, seriously. Like, now that it's run by Lou, too, like, you, he is not going to see the light of day. Like, yeah. oh my god. Just some team needs to, like, slightly overpay for him, even, like, at his value. Like, what's his value right now? Like, would you send a third for him? Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe a third, like, a third, maybe... Third and a fourth. Like yeah. teams, like team go crazy for that stuff. At I think it's. I think a team might overpay too. Like I could see them sending a if second. The Coyotes. Back for oh them. my god, the Coyotes will be my favorite team if they trade. Not really, but like they'll trade. They'll just get all like the Galchenyuk that's been run run out of town. The Hosangs that's been that's been run out of town. Yeah. They already ran Domi out of town, so it's great. I like, just yeah, fuck yeah. I just can't like wrap my head around. What like listen? We we know, or at least we think we know, that Hosang has had some some challenges with management and stuff even yeah. before Lou stepped into the role. But like, I'm looking at the Islanders lineup here on Daily Faceoff, and there's not a single winger, with the exception of maybe Eberle, Anders Lee, and Josh Bailey, that I would put ahead of Hosang in this lineup. Yeah. Yeah, like I wouldn't put a like. Clutterbuck, Martin, Komarov are guys that have come off the top of my head that are e- easily replaceable. And yeah. Like, like, you're going to tell me that... I don't know who the hell is else is on that lineup. Yeah, dude, it's fucked. So, like, the bottom line, Martin, Sezikis, and Kunakel, I would take Hosang <laughs> over literally all three of those all players. Of them, yep. uh, the third line is Andrew Ladd, Valtteri Filippia, and Leo Komarov. I would literally take yep. Hosang over all those players. Yep. Anthony Beauvillier, Matthew Barzal, Jordan Eberle on the second line. I would Beauvillier take is out. Good. Yeah, I like Beauvillier. Oh my god, I can't talk. And then the top, the top line is what I mentioned a minute ago. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's fucked. Like, I, I honestly think that between him and everything that's going on with Jesse Puljujarvi right now, like, we're seeing these like young, skilled players who have just been like brought up and in like a development system. That is completely ass backwards. Yeah. And I mean, as a hockey fan, it's disappointing because these are like electric players who, you know, by my estimation, like these are players that you'd want to see playing. And, you know, you're not really given the opportunity to do that because of all the, the fuckery that's going on. But do you have any thoughts about the Pulley RV thing at all? Because I think well, it's, it could be kind of similar in a way to what's going on yeah, with Hosang. Like it's it's similar. But I think he's getting a big role in, uh, oh shit, what's the Edmonton fucking farm team? Uh, Bakers, Bakersfield. Bakersfield yeah. Condors, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what was their old one? Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City Barons, that's Barons, right. hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think he's still getting a big, because his numbers look good. Like, if you just look at his points, either he's, like, k- killing it on the fourth line, or he's actually getting a lot of minutes. Yeah, because AHL still doesn't provide time on ice, which is so stupid. Yeah, right. Um, and hosting, if he's saying he's getting bottom six, then obviously his numbers are going to look bad because he's not getting tons of minutes. But like, right. So it might be a little bit different there, but man, like someone, like when Puliyarvi was in the AHL, he's now just a healthy scratch. But man, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on the fence with this because sometimes people overvalue young players from what they see just because they're young. Right. So it's a very, like, not to, like, throw out a stupid, like, term, but ageist, where it's like, oh, he's young, so he's good. Where most, more teams should be selling high on these types of players. Like, 
but you should also put the player in a position where they can succeed. So that's where your development starts to come. Yeah, I could see that. So, like, getting a healthy scratch or getting sent down to the AHL over guys like Matt Martin isn't a good way to develop players. If you're, like, somewhat okay... Like, I I was talking to the Red Wings guys earlier um, before the season started, and... A guy like Sveshnikov, before his injury, who he's out for the season now, um, before his injury, I was like, you could sell high on this guy because he's proven that he can score, but he hasn't really produced in the AHL. Mm -hmm. And because he's a first-round pick, I'm sure someone will probably give you a second-round pick for him. Right. So it's like, just send him off, get him a new thing, and then, like, get that second now. Right. So, I don't know. Like, it's... Yeah, from it's like a, a from like an asset management standpoint, it makes yeah. sense. Like if they were sold that they were gonna try and get rid of Hosang, like if he is on the trade block, which I mean, I would make an assumption that he probably is if mm-hmm. this is how things are going. But like you'd think that you'd wanna get them to a place where you could at least pad their stats a little bit so that yeah. you could get a, a you know, better return. But anyways, it's the way it goes, buddy. And it sucks. Yeah, you just like you'd pair him next to you put him on the first power play and be like, okay, now you have 30 points playing next to Matt Barzal, so yeah. you could trade him for a first-round pick. Like, fucking Ryan Hartman, who had decent stats but not, like, the greatest, went for, like, a crazy package to Nashville just because he was young. Yeah. So, like, at the deadline, you get crazy packages just for your players, so. If you could take him out of the situation right now, we'll, we'll, we'll use both players here. Where would okay. you put Pulley RV and what would you send back to Edmonton? What's like the um, dream trade scenario for both, for both Pulley RV and the Oilers, like a different team too. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of a team that Pulley RV would look really cool on. I got an idea. The, the Avalanche. Re- do like the Finnish brothers like ranting it and shit, and then like he could be your second line scoring option. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, and then the Avalanche has a ton of cap space to re-sign him after this year. Uh, yeah, my answer... And then send, like, fucking... I don't know. Here, don't Here's here's my idea. Okay. Do you remember, like, before Patrick Laine was, like, this big deal? Pugliarvi oh, was, yeah. like, expected to go, like, he was top two. That so, was before World Juniors and everything, and then Laine yeah, was, like... Yeah. He dusted him. But imagine Pooley RV playing on Winnipeg and going back the other way would be hmm, Josh Morrissey. Tyler Myers. <laughs> Just because you know that like yeah. I like and I I honestly don't think that that's that homer of a trade idea because honestly, My- yeah, that's pretty that's My- pretty even from both sides what they would do. Right. Anyways, I don't think it would happen. But Myers is a UFA at the end of the year, and I don't think... Well, I don't know. Maybe you could get Pooley RV on, like, a show-me deal of some kind. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, okay, what about for Hosang? Where would you put Hosang? Hosang. Hmm. I'd honestly want him in Toronto, just as a homer. I'd want him in Toronto. Yeah, maybe just that would because. be. And replace Brown, and then ship Brown the other way. You know where I could see Just him. One for one. I could see him doing really well at a place like Nashville. 
Oh, that'd be sick. Because you know how Nashville, like, always seems to get these people with, like, a perceived, like, attitude problem of some kind. Yeah. And they're able to just, like, turn it around and be like, oh, he's actually not so bad after all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, Nashville's been in hot water with some of their players the last little while, so that oh, yeah. always, doesn't always work out that way. But imagine him playing, like, in their top six or their top nine. It'd be really interesting to see a guy like that on Nashville. Yeah, I think another one would probably be Columbus. Yeah, Colum- imagine he was Columbus. playing with, like, on the line with, like, Duclair and some of those guys. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be pretty sick. Good. Like, he probably isn't playing on the top line, but he's... Who's on the right side? Is it... For Columbus? Who's on the right side of Panarin and Dubois? Is that, uh, Cam Atkinson? Yeah, I think it is think Cam so. Atkinson. Yeah, and Wenberg has been absolutely hot garbage. Yeah, so which is him. weird because everybody loved him last year. But it's way she goes. All right, listen, let's uh, let's move along here. Um, mm. What is in the mailbag? Okay, mailbag. What's in the mailbag? Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Suck it for now. So one question from our famed number one listener number that one gives us all, all the likes we love the her questions um Ramina Shala at Ramina Shala yep she said she asked would you fuck a ghost oh yeah I did see that uh yeah I think so I think like for yep. me like you can't control who you fall in love with uh and if that's a poltergeist yep. of some kind it's funny robin and i have been watching the scary movie movies okay yeah. uh, have you seen those no so we were watching the second one while we were eating dinner tonight and like one of the girls gets fucked by a ghost oh okay um and it's really funny because you just see somebody like obviously getting fucked but like by a ghost yeah. and it's comedy dude i think that shit is so funny uh so yeah, to answer the question, I definitely okay. fuck a ghost for sure. What about you? Yeah, yeah, I would say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like it'd probably. I don't know. It'd be weird just looking down and there's nothing there. Yeah, but like yeah. that's like kind of like what what like jerking off is if you think about it. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't really need to get into that so much, <laughs> but I don't want to get like all meta on everybody. But yeah. Yeah, Rams is always coming with the questions that just like... Always coming with the questions, yeah. Just making me think, you know? I love it. Okay. She, um, I love how in the end of it she says, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I and love then, that. Yo, I'm just trying to that look thing, up the other ones. The other question that we have, because I can see some of the mailbag, is Tess, which NHLer did this to me? Did you see that one? Oh, yeah, I did. That was yeah, pretty yeah. dark. Uh, Tess in the photo, I hope that's makeup. It's makeup, right? I Halloween makeup? Is. God, I, follow, I hope yeah, so. I, yeah, I follow her, so. Uh, so anyways, Tess sent us these photos of her with, like, blood all over her face and bruises and stuff. So I guess, like, for me, it was probably gritty. Yeah, gritty. Um, what fan base does Tess like? She's from Orlando, Florida, so maybe hopefully she's a Panthers fan and not a fucking Lightning <laughs> fan. Let's go, Cats. I think she's a Penguins fan. Okay, well... I think I saw her profile. 
Yeah. You know what? I changed my answer. Stanley C. <laughs> Panther did that no, to that her. Is, that is definitely gritty because if she's a Penguins fan. Um, True. Uh, I would say, which NHL are? <laughs> no. No, um, don't. I already know what you're going to say. Don't <laughs> say it. You know what? Um, I'm going to say um, Tyson Berry, but he didn't do that to you. He applied the makeup. Mm, okay. There's my smart answer. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Which That's NHL fun. replied? Okay, and we have another one. Okay, love it. So this one's a little uh, theme. It's a little game of uh, Mary Fuck Kill or Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, FMK. I could get behind FMK. that. Okay. Um, hit me. Okay. Hit me with it. I'll give you my true blue answer, so this buddy. Is, this is a Halloween themed one. There's a couple. Is this from Rams? <laughs> it's from Rams friends that then Rams told me. Okay, I'll take it's, it. It's actually technically from uh, Christian Tiberi, who's the, if I'm not mistaken, one of the editors for Flames Nation. So there you go. Shout out Nation Network. Fuck SB Nation. <laughs> uh, you know, that's like my, my, like, my bit, right? Yeah, yeah. That I oh, only man. support Nation Network blogs and fuck SB Nation. I've never read an SB Nation blog in my life. You're not missing much. They just rip no, off actually... the nation. Anyways, moving forward. <laughs> Okay, so fuck me kill. Werewolf, vampire, ghost. <laughs> yeah, like obviously I fuck a ghost. <laughs> be, be honest. Be honest, I would fuck a ghost. Uh fuck Mary Kill. Sorry, werewolf, ghost, and Vampire. Oh, vampire. Um so I think I would marry a vampire personally, just because vampires are like immortal in that sense. Like if any of y'all seen the Twilight movies like Edward oh, yeah. is like seven hundred and Bella's like seventeen. So uh I've seen yeah. that movie. <laughs> I'm so furious right now. <laughs> so okay. yeah, like I think probably I'd marry a vampire just because like That's a good point. Yeah, like you could love them forever and like they would suck your blood or whatever and So do you get to live forever with them too? Well, like yeah, I think like I think by them. proxy I would also become a vampire. No, isn't that right. how that shit works? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, um, and, and then like I would have a baby with that kid, and then that weird werewolf guy that hangs around ends up like getting <laughs> together with my kid. But then yeah. I'm like, but I thought you were into me, Jacob. You know what I mean? It's it's very confusing, yeah, it's obviously. Confusing. Um, I <laughs> what would... was the wait? What was the last one? Werewolf. Oh, so then I'd kill a werewolf. Yeah, with a silver <laughs> bullet. That's how you kill oh. a, a werewolf is with a silver bullet. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would... Hmm. I might have to do... Th- okay, I'd fuck a ghost, obviously. Yeah, duh. Be honest. Um, yeah. And then I think... Oh. I think I'd have to marry the werewolf and then kill the vampire. Why, though? Because then werewolf, you're like marrying two different people. So if you ever get bored, you can have the other person. Oh, yeah, that's a good thought, yeah, I guess. There you go. But, that's you know, I... think about all the dog hair, you know? I don't know, bro. Well, it could <laughs> just be wild. Okay. Yeah, I okay. guess I'm a bit here's... of a clean freak. I don't know if I like that idea so much, but okay. Okay, here's another one. So, Fuck, Mary Kill. Another Halloween one. Great. B- well, not really Halloween, but like myths. Okay. okay. Uh, Bigfoot, Mothman, okay. or Chupacabra? Oh, my God. Uh, fuck. I think, okay, I think I would have to 
Mary Bigfoot. Nah, okay. And then kill Chupacabra and fuck Mothman. Okay, here's my reasoning. I'd probably fuck Bigfoot because, okay. like, here's the thing. With Bigfoot, it's like a one-and-done thing. Like, it's like you, yeah. do the, you do the deed, and it's like, okay, like, you go back up the fucking mountain. I don't want to see you again because I've got a wife and a family, and I can't have you fucking stomping around in my house after we've engaged in sexual intercourse, if you will. <laughs> um, so probably fuck probably fuck a Bigfoot. Um, I hope no one isolates this audio. That'd be so funny. <laughs> probably fuck a Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, what was the other one? El- Chupacabra and what was Chupacabra the other one? And Mothman. Mothman I would probably marry because I think the Mothman is largely misunderstood and that means I would kill the uh, Chupacabra. Okay. That's my answer. Yeah, I think... I think I made the wrong choice, but I'll stick to my guns and still marry Big Man, Big Man, <laughs> marry Bigfoot, and uh, be on the run with him for the rest of my life. That could be pretty cool. You could grow yeah. a sick beard too. Yeah, it'd be pretty dope. I'll take that. Okay. Okay. It's a good answer. So I think that's it. Okay, that's a pretty good mailbag segment. Thank you to everybody who wrote in, uh, and um, yeah, I hope you like the answers. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well, uh, as we wind down, I want to hear your something new and something old. What, what okay. recommendations do you have this week? And then we'll end this episode. Okay, something fresh. Something new. All, All right. Stuff. Hit me with you it, already, baby. You already recommended it yeah. last week, but I'm going to continue it. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. Fuck yeah. I've literally been playing it. I've been homesick for the last two days. Yeah. And it's literally been my life for the last two days. I respect that, man. I, I've been playing a little bit myself. Not as much as you have, oh, but... What's yeah, your, I just couldn't put it. I just couldn't put it down. What's your favorite thing in the game? Honestly, it's probably the details. Like some of it's annoying, but if you have the time and you don't like, it's not a very pick up and play game. Yeah, it's very like the details of like, oh, you have to brush your horse and like. Yeah, feed your horse. Yeah, all that shit. Pet your horse <laughs> if it becomes agitated. Yeah. Yeah, man, I've I topped out my horse bonding. Love that. So it's pretty good super fast now um yeah just like all the details and the shooting's still not great it's a rockstar game so the shooting's not great and like the hand-to-hand combat and stuff it's actually way better i found yeah i think so too i don't know like it's it's okay like i i I love it for like everything all the details everything but the combat itself is just okay yeah um but just riding around is pretty fun and like just doing whatever and like how money is so scarce like i have to like i have a bounty in this one town that's like 300 bucks and i i have that money but i'll literally like empty everything that i have yeah so three, like, 300 dollars to make in that fucking game is it's like, impossible oh yeah, that's a lot go, of money you just have to do a bunch of missions or like loot i've been like in the middle of missions and like People are like, okay, come on, like, the characters or whatever to go to the next checkpoint. And I've been, like, 
holding back because there's like 20 dead bodies on the ground. I'm like looting all of them for like 70 cents. <laughs> 70 cents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm also okay. really enjoying it. That was going to be my recommendation this week too. Okay. Another two weeks in a row recommendation. Yeah. Just I just good. think like for me, like, you know, you guys know I like to get a little nostalgic on here, but like I remember getting Red Dead Revolver, which was the first oh, yeah. game and playing it with my siblings when I was a kid. And I found this like special weapon where you could use an arrow and shoot like explosive. It was almost like dynamite at your enemies. And I just remember like my brothers cheering me on because I found that that made me feel good when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I think like Red Dead Redemption, the first one is like so iconic, looks so good. The DLC was like unbelievable. Yeah. And then with this one, I'm like straight up. I've probably done, like, maybe three or four story missions because I just keep getting caught up in, like, other shit that's going on. So, like, yesterday, so crazy, I'm, like, out in the middle of this, like, mountain range, and I come across this cave, and as I get closer, it's a gang hideout, but, like, it's, like, a gang of, like, cannibals. So, like, as I'm walking closer and closer to the cave, I'm seeing, like, heads on spikes and shit, and I was like, dude, this is absolutely fucked. So I went in there and I killed everybody in sight because I was like, one of these motherfuckers is going to come after me later on in the game. But like, it's just like shit like that. It reminds me like from an open world perspective, almost yeah. like a game like Skyrim where yeah. you just like get caught up in these side quests and shit. But like, you're still so like invested and enjoying yeah. just like looking around in the game just because it's so beautiful right yeah there is like a serial killer one that i stumbled upon on that's like i looked it up later yeah it's like a three-part thing that you have to go like all over the map for and it's like i just stumbled apart and it's like some guy's head is spiked into the train tracks and it's like his body or his just his legs are like hanging from ropes and you have to get the note that's like out of his head it's pretty yeah there's a lot of like weird hidden shit and like yeah um yeah, just, like, and, like, the Stranger things, like, I found, compared to the first game, that happens a lot more in this yeah. game. Oh, like big just time. just riding on the road, and, like, a guy has, has his wagon broken down, and you never know if it's, like, some guy that's going to try to steal your horse or kill you or whatever. Yeah, no, that's um, true. Yeah, I found it happened a lot more. I um, love it. Anyways, my something old, so something that was released a while ago that I've been really into recently... And it was kind of, I, I was into it a little bit last year and then kind of got more into it uh, recently, just re-listened to them, is like uh, the band Angel Dust, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, I've just been uh, listening to their three releases and really enjoying it and how it's a kind of different, I know it's all like the same guys in those bands and everything, like Trapped Under Dice, Turnstile, and Angel Dust. Yeah. So it's, but they're all kind of different and they all do their same, same kind of genre, but they all do their own little thing. Like Angel List is a little more dancey and like fun. So I've just been enjoying listening to that recently. That's sweet, man. Highly recommended. For me, like, I don't know. I think we got to get a better format here. I think it should be something old, something new. Okay. We'll figure that out for next time, but. We got to, I know, this is like a very long segment. Yeah. Or very like scattered segment dry and scattered you know what we'll tighten it up it's next like, time i promise it's like breadcrumbs yeah okay I could dry see that. and scattered 
I think for me, my something old would be like when William Nylander still played for the Maple Leafs. Yep. Um, that's, that's a good memory. I know we've been talking about it a lot recently, but like I stumbled on this fucking Nylander highlight package for when he played for the Marlies and the Leafs. And like I'm literally just so emotionally, and I, I know you guys think I'm joking. I am so fucking drained as a fan right now with all this Nylander shit that I just need it to end. Like I said earlier, like I'm watching videos of him like when he's wearing like number 62. Remember when that was a thing? And and he's playing for the Marlies and he's just like lighting it up. And, you know, I remember uh, one of his first games when he came to North America, Robin and I went and saw him play at the Rico or Coca-Cola Coliseum, whatever. And I just remembered being like, this guy's the future, like, he's the future of our team. Like, this is mm-hmm. unbelievable. He's so unreal. And, like, fast forward a few years and I'm, like, having seasonal depression over this shit. Yeah. Man, I've, like, this week, I've just been, like, hit with a plateau. Like, you know, it's, like, that weird, like, you get your season beginning excitement. You're like, okay, I'm going to watch all the games I can because I've missed this shit. And, like... Now we're 10, 11 games in for each team, and it's kind of, like, hit a lull almost, trying to, like, get used to this hockey season. I'm sure, like, I'll raise back and get more interested, but right now it's, like, I don't know if it's just because I've been sick and been was busy this weekend, so I haven't been able to watch a lot of games, but, yeah, man, it's been a little rough for it's the just past been like, week or so. It's, like, really draining sometimes. Like, I know I've talked about it on here before, but, like, I think – part of the problem that I, it makes me feel so drained is like just Twitter is just such a fucking like tire fire right now with all the Nylander stuff. And you guys know, like I have a love hate relationship with Twitter, but like I've been a little bit more, you know, kind of present on there the last month or so. And like, just, yeah, I think I may need to mute the word Nylander for a bit until it just gets dealt with. I know, I know enough people that have actually done that, so... Yeah. I need something to, like, revitalize me. And, you know, I know it's, like, such a little thing, but even, like, the Leafs posting that video today that, like, gave everybody a quick, like, little Halloween laugh and, like, a prank being done on some of the players made me feel, like, better in kind of a weird way, but... Yeah. I don't know. I know that's... We kind of went down, like, a dark path, guys, but, yeah, (laughs) like I said, I just how we're feeling yeah i know but anyways it listen. just needs to it just needs to wrap up man and same with twitter too like i've just been past couple days i've been zoned out in my red dead phase so i've just completely avoided twitter and it's been great so yeah sometimes you got to do it man i'm telling you a little, a little detox of that shit yep absolutely that's the way to do it but oh yeah anyways listen buddy Thanks for uh, sticking around. I think Carter's probably in a deep sleep right now. Pass the fuck out. Or he's dead. Like, it is Halloween after all. Maybe somebody yeah. crept down into the basement and killed him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't... I don't. definitely Chrissy. Do I want that from one of my best friends? No. Uh, Carter and I have a hockey tournament on Friday. Um, that's assuming that I can stand behind the bench. My ankle is, like, so fucked, man. Oh, yeah? Fuck. It's really bad. I got to get surgery on it. I found out a couple oh, days ago. Jeez. So, uh, anyways, yeah, that's also kind of bumming me out a little bit too. Like, yeah, it's a lot. I can't skate or anything. Like, I can't even go on the ice with the team right now just because my ankle will literally not fit into the boot on the skate. Yeah. 
it's so bad. So anyways, but we got a tourney on Friday. When we're back next week, we would have beaten all of the other teams in the tournament. But yo, tell tell the fans, you know, that all of them in all those different countries, <laughs> Argentina and Ecuador and Colombia. Yeah. Uh, who do we have uh, as a guest on next week's episode, Thomas so Williams? We have next week, our number one fan is finally coming on the podcast, Romina Shalaf. Can't wait. Writer, editor for Flames for Thought, the Flames fan site insight. Uh, contributor for Flames Nation and writes a little bit for... I don't know if she's an editor or like a constant writer for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the SB Nation. Oh, one. so we could bash her about that one. So, but she literally covers all the bases for Flames blogs, which is kind of just funny. I was gonna say, um, I think I thought you had to like pick a side, but I, I don't know. Sounds. And she also her main gig is with the Inferno for doing their social media stuff and also pretty much running the show behind the scenes. A lot of interviews, killing it that way. And yeah, it'll be really interesting talking about women's hockey, the CWHL start, season starting, and the Flames, the Flames. Yeah, we are like legit so excited to have Romina on. I know. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah we like her. We <laughs> like her. I, know, I, know. I think I think it'll be good too. Like I have so many questions to ask her about her well being after that big snowstorm in Calgary the last month or so. <laughs> so I just want to make sure she's okay. okay. That's the first thing I'm going to ask her. Um, but yeah, so we're really excited to have Romina on next week. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find your stuff, Thomas? Find me on Twitter at no salary retained, no E in the last retained, no E, whatever. Uh, yeah, we know, we know by now, yeah, dude, you no need a fucking now. new Twitter handle. Uh, follow the podcast on t- at takeoff hosers and follow me on my writing journey through Wings Nation and the Leafs Nation. I promise I will write something soon. There you go. More interesting. I love it. Uh, yeah, I reactivated my Twitter, so you can follow me at Killing 9 um, and you can follow my dog on Instagram, at HockeyPup. I, uh, yeah, I think I'm doing pretty good with the Instagram thing. He's doing, he's got a lot of followers. He's pretty cute. We'll, we'll see how that goes, but yo. Does he, have, does he have more followers than you on Twitter? Oh, 100%, dude. I have, like, no <laughs> followers on anything, but there that's okay. Know. That's the way I like it. But, yo, um, (laughs) just so that everybody knows, you can always like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whichever you prefer. You can also follow along and throw us a like on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash takeoffhosers. And, yeah, we'll be back next week with Romina. It's going to be sick. And, uh, yeah, everybody just make sure you, you look in your closet and under your bed before you go to bed tonight. That's all I'm saying. It's Halloween. Peace. See you. Boo. Boo. <laughs> that scared you. Fuck. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum, 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 bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are.